This program contains adult content. Is there a God? A big atheist. Really? What, am I an idiot? Come on. But yes, it would be nice if you could throw your sins and your responsibilities on someone else. But it's not true. It looks like far-left lunacy. I don't believe that it's true that religion is moral or ethical. You don't need to follow anybody! It's not human intelligence! If someone doesn't value logical consistency, what logical argument are you going to give them that will demonstrate that they should? Hello and welcome to the Godless Revolution. Today is Sunday, January 10th. This is episode 315. I'm Dan Ellis, joined on the line by... The one and only Ryan Duffy. Well, hello, Mr. Duffy. If there was two of us, we'd have to battle to the death. (laughs) It's good to hear your voice, man. How, uh... How's, how's your, how's the last year been since we spoke last? Jesus fucking Christ. I know it's, uh, well, I mean, it's gone to shit. Yeah. <laughs> Not me personally. Uh, me personally, I'm doing good. Yeah. Uh, well, that's good because the, uh, our nation's kind of, uh, been on fire a over little the last, bit over the last couple of weeks. A little fiery. It's like, it's like all the news events are condensing down to, or expand. I don't, I don't even know anymore. Like there's just, there's so much and it's coming at us all like at a breakneck pace and necks are being broken. I mean, it's, I don't, I don't want to do like everyone else is doing be like, Oh, it's just a repeat of 2020. Like, no, no, this year does not delineate a better time. Yeah, this is shit still happening. There's a whole new can of shit soup. Yeah. It's, it's, but you know, uh, we'll get through it eventually. Yeah. We'll just have to find out, uh, what kind of shape we were in on the other side. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't like it's, it's just, it's, it's so hard to even know where to start. To begin talking about all of the things that have happened over the last two weeks since we recorded again. We didn't record last week because I've been just incredibly busy with stuff. Uh, I hope everybody by now or most everybody has their uh, $600 stimulus checks. Yeah, I got my 200 bucks. Yeah, good, good. <laughs> I, I, I am, I, did not get any, but, uh, I think, um, most everybody else did. And yeah, I'm my, still mine actually just came through yesterday. Oh yeah. Just, just yesterday. Surprised. Just yesterday it's arrived. Yeah. Well, that's good. It, thank you for your hard work, Dan. Oh, it's, I'm, I'm playing much more of a support role these days. Like I, yeah. My, my coworkers are the ones who are doing the heavy lifting of actually doing the coding and data imports and extracts and transferring of data around and all of that kind of stuff. So, but you're still a wheel in the cog of this ever growing changes that keep happening. Yeah. Week by week from our, uh, representatives and our Cheetos. So. Yeah, it's, it's been, it's been a wild ride. So, so let's start off with just how have you been over the last week? What, what, what's new in your life? What have you been doing? Well, 
I found out I will be getting my COVID-19 vaccine here very shortly. Oh, fucking awesome. When, um, when is that? I was, well, I was hoping it would have been this last week, but they didn't show up last week. So hopefully this, this upcoming week, the, uh, team will be on base to, uh, start administering the vaccines to us. Awesome. That's great. Uh, news. I think it's a little weird on how they're structuring it. Oh, yeah. As far as the tier of how they're doing it on base. And we talked about it at work being like, that's weird because obviously the first tier of people on base getting it are the people that work at the clinic mm-hmm. since they're the ones that see sick people on base. So mm-hmm. they're getting it first. Then the second is a surety in us. So on base, we have two police forces. A surety is basically the guys that make sure the base is kept secure on the perimeter, mm-hmm. like checking the fences, checking the gates, making sure no one's trying to get on the base and do any fucky stuff. Mm-hmm. And then we have our actual police force on base that will pull you over for giving you a speeding ticket. The guys at the gate that check all of your IDs, mm-hmm. they're last. Mm-hmm. I was kind of like talking with someone else. I'm like, shouldn't they be? I'm like, they should be at the same level as us or even before us. Cause they honestly see more people than us. They're the guys sitting at the gate that see everybody that comes on and off base every single day, mm-hmm. making sure they have proper identification. Mm-hmm. So they should be higher up on the list. Well, and you would think that they but, would be uh, at least above the, the assurity guys. Yeah. That's what we thought. Yeah. But the assurity guys are getting it at the same time we get it. I was kind of like, shouldn't that be the gate guards and the normal police on base getting it at the same time we get it? Hmm. Not the other way around. Well, that's strange. Well, it's good news that you're, that you'll be getting your vaccines sometime in the near future though. Yeah. And I'm just glad they're also doing it. Like they'll stay there on weekends to administer it. So like the guys that work, like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, when the rest of the base is closed, mm-hmm. don't have to come in on their day off to get it. Cause that's the thing I was worrying about with my second shot being that I'm moving to a Friday, Saturday, Sunday schedule here soon. Mm-hmm. Being like, am I going to have to drive four hours just to get a shot on my day off? That'll <laughs> suck. I'll do it, but it's going to suck. Yeah. Oh, hell, I would, I would happily drive four hours <laughs> yeah. to, to get a vaccination. Yeah. It'll, so it'll be a while for me. Yeah. Probably from what I hear from everything I've been hearing from Dr. Fauci, it's probably like April time frame mm-hmm. for the main populace of the U.S. But hopefully once Joe Biden gets in there, he's able to do the uh, their goal of a million vaccines a day for the first 100 days. That would be awesome. Uh, hopefully they can so. convince enough people to actually get the vaccination. Well, I mean, we haven't even finished vaccinating uh, hospital staff, firefighters, mm-hmm. cops, like people that have no choice but to interact with the public on a daily basis mm-hmm. still need to get vaccines. Which is nuts. Like, yeah, the well, of course, it's just one more thing that the Trump administration has bungled because they're much more concerned about being able to maintain their Twitter accounts and hold on to whatever power they may have. Yeah. I mean, we have what, like 3.5 million people in this country somewhere around there. Well, uh, 300 and yeah, it's like 330, 300, right around there. 330 million people in this country. Yeah. And 
they want between what 70 and 85 percent of the whole country vaccinated to achieve herd immunity mm-hmm. that's a lot of fucking people uh-huh like even at a million vaccines a day you're looking at an entire year almost the entire year yeah yep so this shit is nowhere near over yet and then in the meantime, we've still got a ton of people who think that masks don't work, that it's no worse than the flu, that it's an, a, that it, the whole thing is one giant hoax. Yeah, that's why I had to tell someone the other day. I'm like, if you keep saying that this is no worse than the flu, do you realize that the number of people who have died in the last year, not even a full year yet of COVID-19 equals how many people have died in the last 10 years from the flu? Yeah. Oh, well, that's just because they're overinflating the, the numbers. Any, anybody who dies these days, it's all, it's all because of COVID. Yeah. That's what, I hate hearing that too. Cause I'm like, if you get into a car accident and you bleed out, what killed you? Was it the hemorrhage or was it the car accident? No, it was, it the, was both. It was the thing you that, wouldn't have hemorrhaged yeah. if you didn't get in a fucking car accident. Uh-huh. Just like someone that has an underlining health condition wouldn't have died if they didn't have COVID. Mm-hmm. Yes, their underlining health issue eventually would have been their demise. But COVID kind of sped that shit up. Yeah. Yeah. There, it, and it's, you know, it's all of this. Uh it it's motivated reasoning like they yeah. they they have a narrative in their mind of what they want to believe or or will choose to believe or not even cho- i mean I don't, I don't think you can choose what you believe but they have you know this narrative of of what they want to believe and so they use all of these cognitive tricks or or allow themselves to be tricked cognitively into believing that everything still points back to what they already believe anyway well, even than- the other day for here in Utah, uh, it might uh, translate nationally. Uh, they were saying that the highest number of infected for age population was the 25 to 40. Mm-hmm. I was like, huh, those are the same people that are like, I don't need to worry about this. It won't get me sick. It mm-hmm. won't kill me. Mm-hmm. Well, you are now the highest age range of infected people. Yep. I don't. I- and I think that they, they view that even as, well, okay, fine. So we're getting infected, but at least we're not dying from it. Yeah. Which is the other thing that Dr. Fauci pointed out. And I was watching a video with him yesterday that right now we're probably at a right around 20% herd immunity. Mm-hmm. And we've had 350,000 people die while achieving 20% herd immunity. Mm-hmm. So to get to like 80% where they want us to get to, that means like 1.5 million people will have to die. Yeah. And that's, that's if we can maintain our current levels of, of infectious spread and being yeah. able to treat people in hospitals and everything. And of course, the more hospitals are overrun, the more people die, not only from COVID, but from other conditions that have gone untreated because they're afraid to get into the hospital or they can't get into the hospital because they're full of COVID patients. Like LA County, where they're saying someone's dying like every seven seconds. Yeah. LA is not, it's, it's crazy there right now. Like to, to get into the hospital for anything is, you know, unless you're on death's door, you're not going to be admitted. Well, even then, if you're on death's door, you're not being 
you're not coming in. Oh, that's true too. Because yeah, they've, they've said that if, you know, if the person who an EMS team may be thinking of bringing to the hospital has to save, you know, it, it, it doesn't have great chances of surviving, then don't bother. Let them die. Yeah. Pretty much if you, if they show up and you're having a heart attack and you don't have a pulse right now, you basically have a, the state basically gave you a DNR. They're not going to resuscitate you. They're mm-hmm. not going to work you mm-hmm. because they don't have the resources at the hospital to keep you alive. It's just one of many problems that can all be sourced back to Donald Trump and his legions of credulous followers who for their entire lives have have allowed religion to poison their minds to the point of being absolutely prepared to submit to the whims of an authoritarian dummy. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, uh, to gleefully do so willingly, happily, proudly. Yeah. That's the part right there. That gets me. They are proud about what they're doing. Uh huh. Yeah. Like, like they're, they're, they're warriors, freedom fighters. Yeah. They've, they've gone from warriors for God to warriors for Trump. And, and think that he has been divinely placed at the head of our country to lead them all in stopping the Satanists from drinking spinal fluid from all of the babies that they're killing in order to maintain or, or become immortal. As if any of that makes any fucking sense. Religious people that we talk about on the show saying that Trump will still be president. Yeah. And I mean, just, just the, the, all of the things that would have to happen simultaneously for what they think is true to actually happen is mind boggling. Like they, they apparently believe that not only is Donald Trump at the head of this, you know, secretive plan to expose this large pedophile murderous cabal, but that the heads of every other country are also in on it, as well as, you know, a, a large number of people from the party that Donald Trump used in order to propel himself into office. Yeah. That all of those people, people around the globe, are all in on this conspiracy against one man. And that's also where I had to bring up to someone at work that he's not like conspiracy theory on the stuff he's like he's more of like well what if which is still not a good place to be because now you're on the fringe of believing this shit mm-hmm. but i said the presidential election and all the state elections that happen in these states happen on the same fucking ballots mm-hmm. so if you believe that these the the president was elected fraudulently, you also have to believe that all these Republican senators and congressmen that won in these states also won fraudulently. Mm-hmm. And so you should be calling to investigate that as well. But they're they're not. Yeah, and that you know, for some reason, the the people who chose to you know quote unquote steal the election from Donald Trump couldn't be bothered to also make sure that Mitch McConnell lost. Or that yeah. Lindsey Graham lost, or that they picked people up seats in Congress. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the people who, you know, in order to really enact any kind of program that we wanted to to do, any kind of policies that we wanted to put in place, we we made sure that 
you know, Trump wasn't president, but that we also didn't give ourselves the tools in order to act to enact the changes that we wanted. Yeah. Like if they really wanted to be like sneaky about it, they would have let Trump win, but made sure there was enough people in the Congress and the Senate to fucking impeach him, remove him from office, then remove Pence from office and make Nancy Pelosi the fucking president. Yeah. It's just pants on fire. Nutting like I, you have to be some combination of ignorant, stupid and malignant to believe this kind of stuff. And it's what has borne out for every single person that I've seen who is a Trump supporter and believes in QAnon and everything, that they are a combination of stupid, ignorant, and malignant. They're awful people. And also, these events also show us that Mike Pence is weak. Oh, uh, Mike Pence. Yeah. He's weak because... He keeps saying he wants to hold on to the ability to use the 25th Amendment in case Trump gets worse. (laughs) Motherfucker, how much worse can it get? Well, until he launches a nuclear weapon, I think we're okay. He's too fucking weak and afraid to use the 25th Amendment. If you use the 25th Amendment, get him out of there. Guess what? He's not a fucking problem to you anymore. He can't do shit to you. Yeah, I think, well, we'll talk about it. Let's, let's take a break here for a minute. And when we get back on the other side, uh, Ryan has prepared a a little, Ryan, Ryan wrote some shit that I'm excited to talk about. I took the time and researched and wrote something. (laughs) I'm excited to talk about that more. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about impeachment efforts, resignations from cabinet, the attack on the Capitol. There's just, there's so much. It's hard to even know where to begin or, or what to talk about. And by the time this show actually is available to people, I'm sure the world will have completely, you know, been, been set on fire in some other way. There, there will be some other thing that happened that hour that needs, needs to be addressed. And, and it's just, yeah. I don't know, man, it's, it's hard to even know what to talk about when things are changing so rapidly and there's so much going on, but we'll do what we can after this little break. Okay. This is Natalie Newell of science moms and the parenthetical science podcast. You are listening to the godless revolution. You've seen me as a God, right? Smithies. Absolutely, sir. You'd kneel before me. Boy, would I? Yes. Uh, then I'll form my own religion. Thank you to everybody who has rated the show on iTunes and Stitcher and are following us on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. And to all our Patreon patrons, you make the show possible. So yesterday I felt the need to sit down and, and, and write something based on what happened on Wednesday. And uh, feel free to jump in anytime to uh, comment, Dan, or okay. if you want to talk about anything further. Okay. So, and, and by what happened on Wednesday, you're referring to what specifically? The uh, just because there's the so f- just because there's so fucking much that has happened yeah. this week. I'm what happened at the Capitol on Wednesday. Okay, all of what happened. The big Wednesday. picture of what happened there. Yeah. Okay. On Wednesday, January sixth, I watched what was unfolding just like the rest of the world did. I tuned into news stations, watched live streams from the people boldly committing these acts. None like the events of 9/11. This did not surprise me. We saw people flying flags from multiple white nationalist groups, Christian groups, and of course, Trump flags. 
We watched as a guy paraded through the halls with the Confederate flag for the first time in American history. For the yeah. people where I just I, I yeah. can't I can't get over all of the norms that that have been broken under Donald Trump and how serious and perilous a moment we're in. I, I made a post on Facebook about just how earth shatteringly bad this stuff is and that we have no modern equivalent in us history to look back on, to give us any guidance about what's going to happen about what has happened, what may happen things to look at like this. We we can look at things that happened to Germany in, in, in the thirties and forties to, to see what's going on here. And it's so scary will, that that's the parallel we have to turn to. I will note that I was listening to a historian this morning this isn't the first time something like this has happened, but it's the first time it's happened on this scale in mm -hmm. America. Yeah. Um, there have been the acts that happened, you know, late 1800s, early 1900s, where militias rose up and took over state capitals and were trying to throw out governors, uh, block the votes of African-Americans holding basically acts of insurrection in their states. Mm -hmm. But on a national scale, this is new. Yeah. And terrifying. Yeah. But there were people wearing Camp Auschwitz in Civil War 2021 hoodies. People screaming race traitors, oathbreaker, and even enemy of the state. We saw men with flex cups telling cops, we don't want you, just give us Pelosi. Jesus. These people made it into the heart of our nation with little resistance and with the approval from Trump. Mm -hmm. What we didn't see. We didn't see the National Guard stationed on the steps. We didn't see unmarked people in black uniforms. We didn't see crowds of people being shot with rubber bullets to keep them away. We didn't see people being dragged off to vans and buses in handcuffs. Mm -hmm. I keep hearing on the news that this was unexpected, that there was no big intel ahead of this warning. On January 1st, Trump tweeted, the big protest rally in Washington, D.C., will take place at 11 a.m. on January 6th. Locational details to follow. Stop this deal. Mm -hmm. The events and actions people were willing to take was broadcasted all over social media. Even during the storming of the Capitol, Trump tweeted, Mike Pence didn't have the courage to do what should have been done to protect our country and our Constitution. Give states a chance to certify a corrected set of facts. Not the fault, not the fraudulent or inaccurate ones, which they were asked uh, to previously certify. USA demands the truth. And, and and the danger in him saying shit like that bore out on Wednesday yeah. when his yeah. followers decided that they needed to take his words to, to heart and, and follow what Rudy Giuliani was saying earlier, that they needed trial by combat. And so they need to storm the Capitol. Yeah. Five people died. Yeah. Fucking nuts, man. It took more than two hours for the National Guard to be called in. By Wednesday night, only 52 people had been arrested. A federal law enforcement officer told CNN that the D.C. National Guard did not anticipate being used to protect federal facilities and that the Trump administration had decided earlier in the week that we would not uh, that the task would be left up to civil to civilian law enforcement. Yeah, because it wasn't going to be, you know, be, because the people that were going to be 
uh, rioting were white people. So he didn't want them to stop. They were going to be his supporters full of white people that he agrees with. So he doesn't want them to stop. He wants them to keep going. That was a conscious decision they made. Get that through your head. Yeah. Yeah. That he was not going to send in the National Guard troops. And then he fucking lied about it later when he released his his little hostage video where mm-hmm. he where he finally said that, you know, on, on the 20th, the new administration will start. There will be a peaceful transition of power, all of that, all of which. His regretted his, saying, yeah, yeah, he regretted saying, and that his supporters still twisted into being some sort of coded message. That when he said that on the twentieth there will be a trans, a peaceful transition of power, based on shit that Pompeo said weeks ago, where he said there will be a, tr- a peaceful transition of power to the second Trump administration. And some people even thought it was a fucking CGI robot version of Trump. That Trump never actually was standing there saying that shit. Yeah, that it was a deep fake. Well, on June 1st of 2020, Black Lives Matter had a protest in the same area over the killing of George Floyd. They were met in Washington, D.C. by the National Guard and federal police. The protesters sat in front of the Capitol giving speeches. 289 people were arrested that day for civil unrest. 90 people were arrested the night before the event. 14,000 arrests. What? Seriously? That's the estimated number made across 49 U.S. cities during anti-racism process last summer, according to the Washington Post. Wow. 14,000. That's three zeros. Not 1,400, 14,000 arrests over the summer. Wow. I tried to find the total number of Trump supporters that were arrested over the summer, and I couldn't find a solid number. From looking at different news stories, all I could find was 93 people arrested at pro-Trump protests with no confirmation if they were Trumpsters or counter protests at those events. Mm. Yeah, that's that. That's kind of staggering. Yeah. Disparity in numbers. Mm -hmm. Now let's talk about Ted Cruz. Oh, do we have to? (laughs) That fucking punchable motherfucker. Yeah. So. He contested the electoral ballots. He also referenced referenced the 1876 compromise as a way to go forward. The the election of 1876 was full of voter suppression and ballot stuffing. The memory of the Civil War was still fresh in everyone's mind. And racists did want to lose their ability to be racist. Mm -hmm. So three states ended up disputing their election and sent dueling electors inevitably throwing out the results from those states. This meant that neither candidate had enough electoral votes to win. So they formed a commission. And the crisis ended when the commission approved the Hayes delegates by one vote. By <laughs> one drink of water. One vote. <laughs> Easy killer. I had, to, <laughs> had to, I had to take a drink of water there. I'm not used to sitting here reading off of a, the screen the whole time. It's uh, thirsty work, man. I know. So the, De- the Democrats acquiesced to the results from the Hayes from uh, results when Hayes and other Republicans allowed Democratic governors. <coughs> oh, I apologize here uh, to allow the other Democratic governors to take power in Louisiana and South Carolina. Republicans also adopted a policy of non-interference in the Southern affairs. 
curtailing federal enforcement of civil rights for black Americans throughout the region, basically killing all part progress for African-American rights after the Civil War. Yeah, they basically said, OK, well, we'll just we'll take a hands off approach to you guys being racist suppressors in your states. Yes. And I will note that at this time in American history, Democrats were the fucking racists. Oh, sure. Yeah, it's the fucking truth. And I hate when people go, well, Democrats are the party of racists. Yes. <laughs> in the 1800s, they fucking were. Mm-hmm. That's true. Mm-hmm. Not so much now. But historians now generally recognize the 1876 crisis as the moment when white northerners effectively abandoned multicultural democracy for the next 90 years. Reconstructed had ended and the long night of Jim Crow had begun. For Texas Senator Ted Cruz and several of the Senate colleagues, however, the moment also serves as a useful precedent. On Senator on Saturday, those senators called for another electoral commission to be created to investigate the false voter fraud claims raised by Trump over the past two months. And that's the thing is that they're not they're not saying that a commission needs to be created in order to investigate these claims because they think that there was actual fraud. They're using it as a pretense to undo the votes of the people of the United States. They're using this as a pretense to destroy democracy in the United States. Yeah. They want to form a commission the way they did in 1876, which took the vote out of the voters' hands, which at that time was was valid in a way because there was a shitload of voter suppression and the Democratic candidate was stuffing ballots in order to more suppress the African-American vote at the time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it needed to be done, but it didn't end up well. Yeah, the well, result and, was fucking horrible. And the current crisis that we're in right now is completely manufactured. It is a yes. big, 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 big lie all coming from Donald Trump and his supporters yeah. because it they want to maintain then, power. It happen now. Yeah, they want to maintain power and destroy democracy. They want Donald Trump to be a dictator. Now, I'm not saying that they wanted to repeat repeat of the Jim Crow days, but they definitely emboldened the right to think that they had uh, to fight for their way of life, that all their rights are being stripped away. And this election was to defraud them. Now, before the large crowd made it to the Capitol after Trump's speech, Bill Dumphy, a Christian preacher from Ohio, stood outside uh, the barricades with a megaphone chanting, we the people need to be in that building. Jeez. He told the people there with him to hold the line that the rest of the group would be here soon. We patriots ought to be in that building, Dumfrey added. That building belongs to we the people. They work for us. And here we are, barred to the point that we can't even get on the property within 120 yards. Because you're fucking dangerous morons that people need to be protected from. And at 2 p.m., Dumfrey got his wish. The marchers showed up. The barricades broke. The building was stormed. Lawmakers sheltered in place. Armed guards barricaded the House floor and pointed guns at the door. They were defending the Capitol from racists, bigots, and Christian nationalists. For months, these Trumpers had been fed a lie that if democracy, if Democrats take office, they will lose their way of life. These are people who feel it's okay to beat a black woman walking home. 
They are the people who called for the death of media personalities. The people who say they love the Constitution, yet were screaming for the hanging of the sitting Republican vice president. Mm -hmm. These people did not show did not show up to fight for freedom and to defend the Constitution. They showed up to stop a vote and to keep Trump in office. Mm hmm. The man with the racist dog whistle who applauds the violence towards the media, people of color, non-Christians, the LBT plus community, and anyone who doesn't worship the orange stains he leaves in his wake, <laughs> all while blowing the trumpet to Christianity out his ass. Mm -hmm. From what I've seen, these self-proclaimed patriots that want to keep their freedoms, it's nothing more than fascist religious nationalism. Yeah, Absolutely. And well stated, man. That's that's exactly it. The, you've you've hit like every major point throughout this yeah fucking shit show that we've witnessed. This this slow rolling shit show slide into wannabe dictator, wannabe authoritarianism, wannabe anti democ anti democracy. Yeah. There these people are not trying to defend the constitution. If they wanted to, if they were Law abiding, you know, law and order, constitution. You want to fucking did what you did on Wednesday, would you? You would have let the, the rules of the constitution play out. You wouldn't have stormed the Capitol with weapons, uh, killing a cop, beating him over the head with a fire extinguisher, using your, your flags as staffs to stab in at the uh, cops trying to hold the line, keep you out. Uh, I mean, there's the video of the cop being smashed in the window, screaming for fucking help. Mm -hmm. Don't give a fuck about blue lives matter about the constitution. No, they want to preserve their racist, bigoted, fucking religious privilege way of life. Mm -hmm. And they don't care who gets harmed in the process. The, the officer, officer Sicknick, who the, the Capitol officer who was killed after being hit with the with the fire extinguisher was a trump supporter he voted for donald trump he 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 was a trump supporter he was one of the you know he should have been one of these people he's he is one of their people and they fucking killed him the people i, I wouldn't go as far as to say he was one of the, their people he didn't agree with what they were doing he was actively trying to defend and fend them off oh sure but i mean his vote and his views helped lead to where yeah. all of these people decided they needed to storm the Capitol and kill police officers who stood in their way. Now, I, I, I will throw this in there, too. You might agree or disagree with me here. Yeah. This isn't all Trump supporters. But if you support what went on Wednesday, you are complicit. Absolutely. If you don't go back and say, I disagree wholeheartedly with what these people are doing with this form of Trumpism, you are fucking complicit. Mm -hmm. You are helping drive that narrative forward that this was okay. Yep. Yeah. You are, you, you, you are culpable in all of this yeah. for not now standing up and, and telling people that you disagree with the yeah. form of protest that they're, that they are exercising. No, I do know there are Trump supporters out there who are like, yeah, I hate Biden. I don't want him in office, but guess what? He fucking won. Okay. I don't like the fact that you support Trump, but you're not trying to be violent about it. 
and overthrow our government. I hated Trump, but I accepted the fact that he's in the fucking office Mm -hmm. and we used liberal forms of fighting against him. We donated to places like Planet Parenthood. (laughs) We made sure people got out and voted. We resisted by using the fucking ballot box, not guns. Yeah, we donated to political organizations. We, we, we phone banked. We we made posts on social media. We pointed out where people were wrong about some of the things that they believed. That some of the things they were saying were harmful. We marched. We protested. We held signs. We chanted. Now, were there people on the left that did destructive things? Yeah. Do I agree with their actions? No. Not always. And when we don't agree, we're quick to call it out. Unlike on the Trump side. Mm -hmm. And I hate how they say, well, they didn't arrest any of the Black Lives Matter people. They got away with burning down places. It's like, no, 14,000 people were arrested for civil unrest. There was a group of people having a peaceful protest in a park, playing fucking music like playing musical instruments, like had an orchestra in the fucking park as a way to have a protest and fucking uh, the uh, riot police showed up and arrested them. I think it's important too, that we point out that when people on the left were protesting and sometimes those protests turn violent, they were protesting black people being murdered in the streets. Yeah. They weren't protesting some fictitious bullshit line that their votes had somehow been stolen. Ignoring all of the facts about the election in order to promote whatever narrative they wanted to believe. They were actively, they were actively trying to call attention to the deaths of black people and the disenfranchisement of black people in this country. That has been this country's history since its inception. They weren't pledging fealty to one fucking person who has lied to them for four years. And they, for most part, didn't get violent until they were being shot with fucking rubber bullets. Mm -hmm. They fought back. Do I agree with the burning down of businesses and the places when that looting was happening early on? I wouldn't even tie that to the Black Lives Matter protests. Those are people that were taking advantage of a situation and it got fucking way out of hand way quick. And that's not the way to do it. And it takes away from the message. And most of the people who were looting weren't there to protest. They were there to loot. No. And they weren't, and they weren't necessarily black lives matter supporters either. They were there to loot. It's also kind of like how the historic black church that burned down in Washington, DC, that was being blamed on black lives matter protesters it was a proud boy that got arrested for doing it. Mm-hmm. So we will say that far right groups have infiltrated Black Lives Matter protests to cause harm when there's verifiable evidence. Now they have all these groups saying, well, Antifa is the one that led the way in. Well, <laughs> that's not what these people think. That's not what these patriots think. They think they did something good. They're proud of what they did. They're a fucking disgrace. Yeah, they are. It's it's they've made the United States a global embarrassment. They've they have 
ruined the view of the United States as the world's leading nation for the spread of democracy and equality for all and justice for all. Because they have made it a point that if they lose, they don't want equality. They want supremacy. I, I was watching a program where they had the incoming president for Afghanistan and the first lady there talking mm-hmm. and they brought this up and they said, Hey, after watching what's going on in America, how does this make you feel about the possibility of there not being a good transition power in your country where they're still fighting to establish a form of democracy? And I love their response that they're like, no, we will continue forward despite the way America is acting Mm -hmm. because we do still believe in trying to have a democratic country in Afghanistan. Mm -hmm. It's like, wow, Afghanistan is handling this shit way fucking better than we are. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I appreciate what you wrote, man. That was, that was awesome. Um, and, we can put it out on our Facebook if we want to people. I don't know if they want to just have it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, uh, I will post it out to our Facebook page. Um, as a post there, the people can go and, and take a look at what Mr. Duffy has written. Um, it's a little long. <laughs> yeah. It's, is it's, it's, but it's good. I, I think, yeah, we should absolutely post it out there. And we'll talk more about the fallout from Wednesday's, seditious insurrection and what will happen as a consequence of that. And God, I don't even know what else (laughs) when we get back from this little break. (laughs) This is Mithrin author of the ABCs of science and Mormonism, as well as I should start a cult and you're listening to the godless revolution. So does this theory of evolution necessarily mean that there is no God? No, of course not. It just says that God is an impotent nothing from nowhere with less power than the Undersecretary of Agriculture who has very little power in our system. <laughs> if you have questions, comments, concerns, compliments, corrections, criticisms, or concepts for content, contact the show via email at godlessrevolution at gmail.com, by text or voicemail at 330-81-REBEL, or Twitter the twatter at TGR Podcast. Thank you! Okay, we're back from the break, and we, we took a little bit longer during the break uh, to, to take a potty break and get some more fluids, and then I saw that I had a, a news alert from the New York Times that Arnold Schwarzenegger had yeah. released a video that is going viral talking about the seditious insurrection that occurred on Wednesday, and you know, offering some, some words of advice from history and him growing up in Austria and seeing, you know, being born just after the second world war ended and growing up in the, in the aftermath and shadow of what went on in Europe. They're pretty powerful words. Yeah, it was, it was a good video. I, I think it will definitely help. Um, because, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger is a Republican. He served as the Republican governor of California. Yeah, and but hardcore Republicans hate him. Yeah, well, yeah, these days. The, yeah. The, the Ted Cruz's and Josh Hawley's of the world 
think that Arnold Schwarzenegger is a rhino or a Republican in name only. And mm. that's because their party has become so fascistic that yeah. unless you, you know, are, are in support of installing Donald Trump as dictator, you're not really a Republican. Which is fucking insane. Yeah. And scary. Um, the, the, the things that happened on Wednesday are unforgivable. They're, I, I under, I, I get being swept up in emotion and a tide of energy and influence from the people around you and, and just kind of being caught up in that, in that sea of enthusiasm and joy about what's going on. But it's still sad to note how bad things got and, and how willingly people threw themselves into trying to overturn our democratic process here in the United States and, and, and what, and want to destroy democracy in favor of keeping their dear orange leader at the helm. Like I, I, this might sound shitty, but I hope Biden in part of his, uh, plan to bring back the economy decides to build Leavenworth 2.0 because we can't fit all these fuckers in Leavenworth that we have right now for federal crimes. <laughs> so some of the, what I'm guessing will happen is that Donald Trump will try to issue a blanket pardon for everybody involved in Wednesday's activities. I, I mean, was wondering, I, that was sitting in the back of my mind. I guarantee though, his, Handlers that are left are going to try to dissuade him from doing that. One would hope. Um, Because the optics of that are fucking horrible. I mean, the optics of the people he's already pardoned are fucking horrible. And he could be brought up for fucking crimes for pardoning some of those people, especially the Blackwater people. Yeah, but he doesn't care about any of that. I mean, in large part, he doesn't care because... He's gotten away with it his entire life. He's gotten away with being a thug and a criminal his entire life. We just, we need our state department to fold a little bit to Iraq and send Trump to Iraq where he's wanted on war crimes right now. Oh yeah. I I didn't know that he was wanted on war crimes. No. When he, uh, when Trump, not we decided to take out Soleimani Mm. There was an Iraqi general in that car, too. Mm. So he killed him as well. Mm-hmm. And Iraq basically had a hearing and they agreed that they are placing responsibility of their their commander's death upon Trump. So Trump is now wanted in Iraq for the death of an Iraqi general. Mm. Yeah. That's... So we should just send him there for the trial. <laughs> that would... If he didn't do anything wrong, he should be okay, right? Sure. It, it, it's just, like I said, though, he, I mean, he's gotten away with doing whatever the hell he wanted his entire life. He's, he's suffered no consequences from any of it other than, you know, not being as wealthy as he should be because he's too stupid to manage his money well and has just created failed business after failed business and filed bankruptcy after bankruptcy. And for some reason, some people seem to believe that makes him a brilliant 
tactician and yeah. business leader. That's, that's why I point out, I'm like, as a businessman, he failed at a fucking casino where they hand you money. Yeah. Yeah. How difficult is it to fail and to have to file bankruptcy on a casino where and people are actually during, like, just lining up to give you money? Yeah. <sighs> He's nuts. And, and it's not going away anytime soon. I think what we saw on Wednesday is just the, the beginning. Start. Yeah. So we watched, you know, during, during the break, we watched that, that viral video that, that Arnold Schwarzenegger has put out on Twitter. And I, I mentioned to Ryan that I think it's great. I think it'll help. It'll be a good thing for a lot of people and will help. I think help at least a little bit in people on the fence. Yeah. In, in getting people to see what is going on and to, to hopefully pull back from the brink, to step away from the cliff that they're, that they're currently gazing over. Uh, but I also think that it is naive. We've got people totally yeeting off of that cliff right now. Yeah. Yeah. I think I don't use the word yeet much, but I think it applies here. Yeah. I think a lot of what he said uh, points to points to a certain amount of naivete where if we were capable you know, if if the people on Wednesday were within within reach of being talked to, if if we were if there were some means that we were able to actually speak to them and convince them that they were wrong and that their actions were harmful and antithetical to their stated cause and purpose, th- we would have done that by now. It's been four years, and it's not getting better; it's getting worse as people fall down into this black hole of conspiracy and lies willfully throwing themselves into that hole. And so I, you know, I I appreciate that he made the video and that it will help a bit, but I think we're so far beyond a lot of the, the, the warm thoughts and well wishes that I, I don't know what else we can do other than keep pushing forward and then try to improve the lives of these ignorant assholes who have done all of this so that they'll see we're not trying to take things from them. We're trying to help them. We're trying to help them and everybody else. And that just like with love, you know, love, love doesn't diminish when, so when I, when I act as an efficient in weddings and, you know, I've, I've, I think I've been the official or, or the efficient for, I don't know, maybe a dozen weddings or so. So not a ton, but one of the things that I <clears throat> that I've stressed and have pointed to in every wedding that I have officiated is that love isn't a finite resource. You know, the, the the more you have love and spread love, the more love grows. And it's not that there's a certain amount that the more you spread it around, the the less you have to share around with other people. No, it grows. It grows indefinitely. And infinitely and continues expanding. But hate does the same thing. Mm -hmm. And I think we just need to, you know, continue pushing forward, improving the lives of everybody in the United States where the people on the right seem to have this view that if you help some people, you're going to have to take from other people. And that's not necessarily the case. Sure. We're going to ask rich people millionaires and billionaires to pay more toward their fair share of helping to maintain and support our democracy here in the United States. But we're not, 
taking their livelihoods from them. We're not taking their lives from them. We're not taking their rights from them. They'll still be millionaires and billionaires. They'll just have a little bit less, a a couple fewer millions and billions sitting in the bank and helping nobody. And instead that money will be used to improve the lives of everybody in this country and have that spread to other nations around the globe as well. But of course those efforts are only going to be made more difficult because you still have lunatics on the right wing who like this woman, uh, what is Deanna Lorraine? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who thinks that she's a kook. Yeah. Well, she thinks that everything that happened on Wednesday was a good thing and that we need more of that to happen. And she's not alone in these thoughts. And and she's also saying this on Infowars, um, which a lot of these people go to for their information. Oh, yeah. Well, she's yeah, she's apparently a failed congressional candidate. She tried running against Nancy Pelosi in 2020. And of course. Her candidacy went down in flames and she lost to Pelosi and she appears on Alex Jones. She's a QAnon believer. Like she's a a right wing conspiracy theorist, you know, idiot who thinks that the things that happened on Wednesday weren't good enough. And she released this video. It is time that we up level. It's time that we level up our show of force. That's when you up level something you level up. I mean, usually I thought it was when you got enough points in the game, you can level up. (laughs) Yeah, they think they seem to think this is all just a big game. Yeah. And for those those wussies that are sitting at home right now that are watching their Fox News and CNN and and watching their social media and you you pretend like you're a conservative, you pretend like you're Republican and you're pretending like you're fighting the commies. And for you to sit there and buy into this MSM narrative hook, line, and sinker that we are national terrorists, domestic terrorists, that we are violent, that we were uh, so inappropriate and so embarrassing to you guys, and you are you are disgusted by our display, you are never a real patriot. You should be ashamed. Wow. So she's saying that even for Republicans who agree with her on most things, that unless they were out there storming the Capitol, they're not true patriots. Yeah, I, I think she misquoted. Uh, she should have said you were not true fascists. Yeah, she should have said. Yeah. Yeah. You're not you're not true fascists hoping to install a dictator or to keep the person who wants to be dictator in office until he becomes the dictator. Yeah. I mean, just in this video, what patriot wears the American flag as a scarf? Somebody who says they're all about protecting the flag, but have no fucking idea what it actually means to care for the flag. Ashamed of yourself. How dare you throw these patriots that have been there all day yesterday and fighting the real commies. We're the ones that were fighting for you guys. How dare you say that you're ashamed of us? Oh, I I hope that she knows that I'm ashamed of them. And that I don't think that the lawmakers on Capitol Hill that were following the Constitution, they're not commies. They're no, uh, no, Americans. No. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. So I think a large a large part of the problem that we have with so many people on the right is that they are just 
so completely ignorant about everything about about history about what Words. communism is about what socialism is about what democracy is about how you spread democracy about how you uphold you know first obtain and then uphold democratic ideals and norms and institutions they're seeking to tear all of that down and claiming that they're the ones who are upholding democracy which is just batshit fucking nuts yeah. That's not how any of this works. What kind of a patriot are you? You're no patriot if you're so quick to throw your fellow patriots under the bus for actually going to war and doing the dirty work that you won't do because you're sitting at home comfortable on your couch, reading the MSM and buying into their narrative. So here she's actively calling for people to go out and commit acts of violence. Yeah telling them that if they were a true patriot, they would get off their asses and go and fight and wage war with who she deems to be the real communists here. Yeah. Wait, wage war against our own country, basically an insurrection and start a civil war. These people uh, you think don't believe these people are following the constitution the way you want them to. These people think that Mike fucking Pence is a communist and deep state actor. How fucking yeah. deluded and stupid do you have to be to think that? Because he followed the law. Yeah. My God. And you're disgusted by us. We're disgusted by you. What we saw yesterday was the most epic form of resistance that we have seen in some time. This was the spirit of 1776 emanating from all of us, every fiber of our beings. Oh, fuck you. Fuck no. you for claiming the mantle of being a brave fucking patriot while trying to destroy our democracy. To instill or install a dictator. It's not the spirit of 1776 that they have. It's the spirit of 1936. Jesus fucking Christ. I was going to say 1866. <laughs> It was this true spirit of resistance, not these people that go to these ridiculous rallies over and over every weekend, honking their horns, warning, their waving horns. their American flags. I mean, that's great. But you pretend that you're fighting the commies, that you pretend you're 1776. But you are not 1776 if you're not willing to put yourself at risk and do what we did yesterday. We, she says. So yeah. did she storm the Capitol? I mean, is this is this a taped confession? I'm betting she was there. I mean, it obviously it's, they're traveling in a bus or uh, not a bus, a uh, RV right now. You can yeah. see the way she's shaking there and the road noise and stuff. So she might be fleeing the Capitol and just on the move since she was there <laughs> fleeing arrest. I <sighs> and and just the nerve, the gall of these people who think that they can do whatever they want and there will be no consequences because of the whiteness of their skin. They, because they believe they were right. Yeah. Yeah. They think they were right. And that their skin tone automatically makes them immune to prosecution. Mm -hmm. so they're Kinda so, like the they're so deluded that they go and invade the Capitol, destroy property, break the law, yep. and then post shit about doing so on social media as if yep. there will be no consequences. And how they're no longer blue lives matter because the cops shot them with, with tear gas. 
Well, they were just trying to do a revolution. Oh, <laughs> they held me down and maced me. Animated. <laughs> God, I, I, I've watched. I, I have watched that clip. I don't know, dozens and dozens of times because it just is so funny to me. I grew up watching Animaniacs yeah. and just the splicing of that in there was fucking brilliant. And and when coupled with the ignorance and privilege of this stupid woman who thinks that she can just storm the Capitol for a revolution. Yeah. And then they pushed me down and maced me those big meanies. We were starting the revolution. I don't know why they, they fought back. Fuck. You're just all talk and no walk. This had to be done. This had to be done. We had to level up our level of resistance and fighting back, or we'll never, ever, ever fight back and never get what we want. And we will be deserving of this government, this tyrannical government. No, you want to be racist. I, I don't. I don't understand how they can even leap to the conclusion or arrive whether they leap crawl walk stumble fall uh, however they get there to reach the conclusion that we're trying to take away their rights and what 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 was it she said here exactly let's say and never get what we want and we will be deserving of this government this tyrannical government oh yeah that we're that it's a tyrannical government it's somehow tyranny yeah, it's somehow tyranny to count every vote over and over again and then to certify those legal votes. Somehow mm-hmm. that's tyranny. I don't I don't understand how they make that leap and get to there, get to that conclusion. I, I've, I've seen people already posting the uh, House resolutions that are slated to come to the floor for uh, uh, gun regulation coming up. Mm-hmm. The thing they got to realize is that happens all the time. Mm hmm. And not once has any of them gotten through, but they're screaming that Pence is going to or that uh, Biden's going to take away their guns because there's a House resolution. There was also a House resolution two years ago to ban masturbation. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it was it was a joke House resolution that they brought up because they were trying to uh, it was all about uh, women's reproductive rights. Oh, right. Yeah. So they're like, well, if women have to do this, dude, guys, you can't masturbate anymore. Going to have to stop touching your weenus. Yeah, because that's against God. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit more in this video here with her. So let me say this. It is time because we have tried every means. We've been nice. We've been polite. We've followed the rules. We have no, you haven't. Our legal means and our civil means. We've done all of that, and nothing has worked. That's because you're fucking wrong. Just because it hasn't yeah. gone your way doesn't mean that it's illegal. It's that you're fucking wrong. You have. There have been over fifty cases lost, and none of them brought any form of voter fraud or any anything. You're wrong. You lost. You don't have a case. And they believe in the lies man- and manipulation coming from one fucking person and his sycophantic followers. Yeah. <sighs> Calling for combat in the streets. So it is time to show us a, a, a show of force. Yesterday was symbolic. And I hope that this is the start where we level up. Our- wait, wait. Yesterday was symbolic. Yeah. Storming into the Capitol. 
and having five people die while you're also looting and, and destroying public property, that was symbolic? Yeah, next time they're going to start murdering people. Our show of force, where we level up our show of fight and bravery and real courage. Yesterday was symbolic, and I hope that people start seeing it as heroic and jumping in on the action. No. It's contagious because we need more of it, not less. They need more violence to occur, not less. And I guarantee her words will inspire people to do more. Absolutely. Yeah. It's it's talk like this that does inspire people to do the things they did. It's talk like Rudy Giuliani saying that people needed to go through trial by combat. Trial by combat. <sighs> yeah. And they think that's a good thing. And I don't know how many times I've seen people from both both sides of the aisle this week, both the left and the right sides of the aisle saying that after Donald Trump was kicked off Twitter, that we're in, that this is a slippery slope. And if they can silence one person, they can silence you. If they can silence Donald Trump, the most powerful man in the world, the leader of our nation, they can silence you. Well, if you two are on Twitter or Facebook spewing violent rhetoric, guess what? They will kick you off. Uh huh. Yeah. It's, it's interesting to see just how, yeah, it's interesting to see just how quickly all of these, people on the right abandon their free market principles when a private business says that somebody can't use their services anymore. Then it's tyranny that a, that a, that a private privately owned corporation sets down rules and makes people follow them. That's tyranny to them. They abandon their free market principles because it doesn't go along with the narrative that they want. Hmm. It's terrifying a lot of the things that we're seeing. Uh, I, I yesterday shared a long article from the Washington Post where everything I'm seeing indicates that what we saw on Wednesday is the beginning, the start yeah. of terrible yeah. things to come. And I, I, I was trying to call people's attention to this for the past few weeks you know, after the election, when I could see clearly that Donald Trump was not going to uh, concede Indeed. that he lost, that he was going to fight it tooth and nail, that he was going to do everything he could, that he was going to, you know, fire the people who were in charge of the election and who come forward and say that it was the most secure election in our nation's history. He but, still hasn't conceded. Right. He's filed lawsuit after lawsuit after lawsuit that has failed. They won one lawsuit out of the dozens, I think close to 60 or over 60 lawsuits that they have filed. They won one lawsuit, and that was that, yes, they can have people stand closer while the ballots are being counted. And it wasn't, and it wasn't exclusive that only the Republicans were being held at bay or, or being held back. It was that both, you know, the, that observers from both parties can get closer while they're counting the ballots. So it wasn't even a Republican win. It was a dem- it was a win for democracy, basically. Yeah. They filed one lawsuit where they were not the victors. Everybody was the victor by saying that everybody can move closer to, to these ballots being counted. This isn't a Republican thing or a Democrat thing. This is a democracy thing. And then they have lost every other fucking lawsuit they have filed. Every single one. Most in, of them in, going to 
going to and appearing before judges that Trump himself put in place. And in none of those cases, did they ever say there was voter fraud? Right. Yeah, they have because presented. Yeah, they've presented no evidence for it. So, yeah. And they're calling for more violence and making plans for more violence and not just at the nation's capital, at capitals around the nation. Salt Lake City, because we have so many right-wing lunatics, is one of the primary targets. Yeah. The the article uh, that I shared from the Washington Post pointed out that Salt Lake City is being targeted. And it's it boils down to the climate here in Utah, and I'm not talking about the weather climate. I'm talking about the political climate, the religious climate here in Utah. Basically, Mormonism trains people to to be subject to authoritarian dictators they're they're primed from the time they're born to listen to the voices of one person only and that's true through all kinds of different religious thought and religious belief and acceptance that you succumb and submit to one authority yeah but in the case of republicans here in utah and right wingers around the nation and, and across the globe, indeed, they're taught that there should be one person in charge and in authority, and that's who you listen to above all all others. And if you agree with a lot of their things, it makes it that much easier to agree with them and to follow the commands and the edicts that they that they've set forth, the things that that they say you should do and should not do, and the people you should hate and not hate, the people who are supporters and the people who are detractors. And as soon as even the supporters of that authoritarian person don't fully commit to everything that that authoritarian person says and does. They are instantly labeled as a traitor. Mike Pence, Mike fucking Pence now is on the outs with Donald Trump and his legions of dumb fuck followers. And it's, it's, they're normally taught to trust God, but now Trump has replaced their God because He's there on behalf of God. He's their new orange daddy. And he's much more believable. I mean, it's it's much easier to believe in Donald Trump than it is to believe in a God because you can see Donald Trump. You can touch him. You can you can see his orange makeup being smeared. You can see his hair and blowing in the wind. You can hear him scream the rhetoric you agree with. Yeah. You can go to his rallies. You can buy his merchandise. You can see other family members of his that tell you how, how wonderful he is. You can strip the American flag from the Capitol building and put up a MAGA flag. Yeah. Yeah. You can tear down the United States flag and instead put up a Trump flag. And you can say you love the cops. Yet when the rest of Washington, D.C. is flying their flags at half mass for the officer killed on Wednesday, the White House is not. Oh yeah, they're they're very they they very enthusiastically support police when those police officers are murdering and subjugating black people. But as soon as those same police officers try to enforce laws on the white people, oh, then they're enemies of the state. They're enemies of the people. Yep. That'll wrap things up for today's show. <laughs> God, I just. We're, we're in such fraught and perilous times, man. 
I hope by the time you listen to this, it hasn't gotten worse. So hopefully it's gotten better. Um, but not betting on that. Yeah. I, I try to be, it's not even that I really try. I'm, I just, at my core, I'm, I'm an optimist. And I think that eventually things will get better, but this, this isn't the end of anything. This, I, I think as she stated, as she stated from everything else that I'm seeing everywhere, this is the beginning. Yeah. And it's going to get worse before it gets better. And I'm normally a pessimist <laughs> uh, because I believe that if I think the worst is going to happen and something better happens, yippee. Yeah. It's hard to be disappointed if you're a pessimist. Yeah. Everything's good. <laughs> like if you're expecting the worst and, you know, basically if you're expecting the worst, things can only get better from there, right? You, it can only, yeah. it can only like, lead to something better happening. I honestly thought there was going to be a way higher body count on Wednesday. Only five. Yeah, we're fortunate wow. that there wasn't a higher body count. I thought it was going to be worse. Yeah, and I'm so. And when we talk about you know the number of of arrests and beatings at the hands of police during the the protests in the summer for Black Lives Matter, and then seeing the you know the the lack of response when right wingers decide to storm the Capitol, it's not that I want police to start beating people and murdering them. I don't want them to start beating and murdering white people. It's that I don't want them beating and murdering anybody. And we can see that police can still do a lot of their job without murdering people. I just want the discretion they used to be used equally. Yeah. Yeah. Equal treatment and justice under the law. That's all we're asking for. If you believe that Black Lives Matter showing up is going to cause chaos and destruction, so you call in the National Guard, but you don't think the same thing will happen when you have a stop the steal crowd actively calling for violence showing up, that they won't do the same thing. Uh-uh. Yeah. Weird. So, and and I'm sure that by the time I can get this edited and posted out for all of our listeners, there will be additional fuckery hap- happening, additional oh, yeah. fuckery afoot. Um, I I just hope everybody can stay safe, try to stay calm. As Mister Rogers said, look for the helpers, um, <laughs> and prepare yourself for for what's sure to be even darker days ahead. It's it's going to get much worse before it gets better, and. I think I think we're we're in for some very perilous, very dangerous times over the next few weeks, at least. And when Biden gets on the other side, that matters. Yeah, and and when Biden and Harris take the oath and assume the mantle of president and vice president, it's not as if all of these Trump supporters will just magically disappear. No, they'll be around for a while. Yeah, they'll be around for a while. And we're going to have to deal with them. And I think the best way to deal with them is to just continue pushing forward to make the lives of everybody better because democracy can't be found in a, it's, it's not a finite resource. Yeah. Just like love, just like I mentioned earlier in the show, we can spread more around without it taking things from other people. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, hope you're all doing well. Um, if you've got any questions for us, be sure to drop us a line and let us know. You can give us a call at 330-81-REBEL. 
or 330-817-3235. You can send us an email at godlessrevolution at gmail.com. You can send us text messages also at that phone number I gave. You can send, uh, you can leave us a voicemail. We can use that in the show if you would like. Um, I don't know what else to say, man. I just, it's scary times. And well, we we should, we should thank some of the people we love. Absolutely. Let's do that. Now. I want to make sure that we thank our Patreon supporters who keep the show going and showing their love and support for the show. And for us, we, we, <laughs> we, we love you. You're very special. Thank you so much. That would be yeah, Alan. Not Fir- that way though. <laughs> That would be Alan Firth. Chrissy Kalbach. Steven Andrus. Two Skeptical Chaps. Vanessa. Don't be a Richard. Ollie Olson. John McCullough. Tiffany Hudson. Sinead Duffy. Utah Outcasts. Wesley Aaron. Andrew Vodopich. Jeremy Goodson. Let Them Eat Kofefe. Jeff Peterson. Corey Ebert. Megan Mitchell. Freethinker215. Tim Jacobson. Janet Uter. Savita Kuna. Taylor Grin. Purple Dragon. Nico Gonzalez. Chad Pryor. And Itchy and Scratchy want you to please support the Secular Coalition for America and Camp Quest. Thank you all very much, everybody. Stay safe. Try to maintain some level of happiness. Do what you need to to take time for yourself, to keep yourself healthy, for your mental stability. I wish there was more that we could do for you. Uh... I wish that things weren't as bad as they are now, but they will eventually get better. It's just a matter of time. And so until these dark days are banished, crucify people who think that destroying the institutions of democracy will somehow lead us to more democracy. And if you did not take part in an insurrection this week, please leave us a review. (laughs) That should be all of you. Yes. Hopefully. Yes. (laughs) Thanks, everybody. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Dan. It's lovely chatting. I'm not shit, but I'm not great right now. (laughs) I'm not shit, but I'm not great right now. (laughs) I I have a horrible upload speed from Comcast. Holy shit, that's an epic level of fucking ignorance. My God. I'm going to go pound some wood. <laughs> All right. Well, be, be careful. <laughs> I, I, will. I will. Watch for those splinters. <laughs>